Welcome, podcast listeners, to Roll Radio, where each week we listen in as aspiring adventurers play the world's greatest role-playing game, Dungeons and Dragons. Join us as we travel to far-off Faerun, where we discover the Sword Coast in turmoil and in desperate need of heroes. Last time on Roll Radio, after looting the char pile, formerly known as Gabula, our party found a once holy temple desecrated with infernal messages scrawled in blood. Mysterious words in the devil's tongue that mention red wizards, the fallen hills, a master, a spirit, and a blade. Wounded and exhausted, our heroes could go no further without rest. With goblin patrols eminent, a supply closet was their only refuge. Luck was on their side, and they emerged rested and rejuvenated, almost like they went up a level. Wary of traps and someone named Akbar, our heroes continued forth on their quest to liberate Jokin from its goblin overlords, and soon found themselves in a barroom brawl. New spells and maneuvers were used. Heathens were smacked, ding, 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 for Albion was cried and pence were shat. Still underground, what awaits our party in the village above? What else did Jake forget to pack? How much bigger are hobgoblins than regular goblins? And will looking cool get you killed? Who knows? Let's find out in this episode of Scourge of the Sword Coast. So you guys have been exploring underneath Jolkin and came upon what you think is a tavern where you just killed a hobgoblin cook and his one-eyed warg and some goblins. So here you are standing over the dead goblins, catching your breath, and you take a closer look at your surroundings. And you quickly realize that you are in a tavern. There are tables and chairs everywhere, and along the eastern wall is a bar. And this tavern is totally trashed. And not just by the battle you had moments ago, but previously. The bar has been hacked and slashed. There's broken glass everywhere, tables and chairs smashed, and the, the floor is covered with splinters and bloody grime. This place is a mess. And you see that there are four doors in this room. There's the northern door that you came through from the kitchen, a door on the eastern wall, a door on the western wall, and a door on the southern wall. And you also notice along the ceiling a haphazard network of copper pipes. And along the southern wall, a row of stained glass windows almost level with the ceiling. So imagine like, a, like the windows in a basement, right? So you know right away that this tavern is mostly underground. And also along the southern wall is the door I mentioned earlier, and it also has stained glass in it and some of the panes have been broken out and the glass is smashed on the floor. And you see sunlight illuminating the colored glass 
and pour through the broken panes, creating these beams of light as they illuminate the dust in the tavern. And they mix with the colored patterns from the stained glass, giving this underground tavern an almost ethereal, uh, or like a shrine-like atmosphere. All right, so staying in initiative for a moment, Esmir, what do you do? Um, I'm going to go to the bar. Okay, so you start to make your way over to the bar. Jake, what are you doing? Um, can I make my way to this door here and give a listen? All right, so you're heading towards the western door. Elric, what are you doing? I am going to go and I am going to assist assist Jake in his endeavors. Okay, cool. All right, uh, Cullen, what are you doing? Well, I kind of wanted to see what was in the room where the uh, the hobgoblin was. So I'm going to go over this direction and it's, I'm at the door. Okay. So I'm not, I'm on the other side of the opening, but the door is still open. Correct. Okay. All right, Esmir, back to you. I was going to, I guess it doesn't matter. I was going to search the bar area. Okay. Just to see if there's something, a clue or something interesting to look at or, you know. Okay. I All thought right. it might be fun to practice jumping up onto the bar with my new boots. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Go ahead. Go over there. Move to the bar and roll me a perception check. Okay, Esmir, so what you see is not only a trashed bar, but behind it on the floor you see tufts of fur and bones that have been gnawed on, and you get the sense that the one-eyed warg made this his personal spot. Okay, Jake and Elric over there at the western door, roll me a perception check. Okay. I'm curious about those copper pipes. Okay, with those rolls, Jake, you hear this, and I whispered it to you in the chat window there. Do you hear that, Elric? No, I do not. There's loud footsteps on the stairs. Coming or going? Sounds like they're coming. Okay, let's get ready. Fight, 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 fight. Remember, stiff elbow? (laughs) I am talking to my tutelage. Okay, Elric, Jake leans over to you and is like, something's coming. What do you do? I'm going to, let's see, how far can I get to the room? Because I want to tell the others. 25, I'll move just 25, no, I'll move my full 30. And I'm going to turn around to Esma, Esmeralda. And I'm going to point towards Jake. I'm going to point towards the stairs. Okay, so Cullen, you see Elric move away from Jake and start wildly pointing towards the western door. What are you gonna do? Um, well, I want to try to get these guys to follow me back down the stairs because it's a, you know, it's like the 300. We can hold a narrow way more easily than we can hold a large room. So I'm trying to like, <laughs> I see him motioning and I motion to him. And I motioned, come here, come here, come here. Okay, so you're gonna stay right there in the doorway? Well, I'm gonna move into the hallway just like next to this door. 
Okay, Esmir, so you see Elric uh, wildly motioning towards Jake and the western door, and then you see Cullen wildly motioning towards himself and the hallway that leads to the kitchen, and then he himself ducks into the hallway that leads to the kitchen. What do you do? Um, I am going to go to this door, and I'm going to listen at this door just in case we're going to get double teamed here. Okay, roll perception. Okay, you do not hear anything on the other side of that door. It's quiet. That door locked? It is not locked. All right, Jake, uh, Elric moved away from you. Cullen disappeared through the northern door, and Esmir is all the way on the opposite side of the room listening to another door. What are you doing? Um, because I'm listening to this thing, which sounds like it's approaching, I'm going to back off around this corner here, let me move the book out of the way. I want to get here so I can kind of almost make a surprise attack if he comes running into the room. Okay, cool. So you run around the corner there and you press yourself up against the wall and you pull out your mace and you're going to wait for something to come by, correct? That is correct. And in the other hand, I'm holding the Tome of Agma, you'll see. All right, Elric, you see your tutor there uh, slink around the corner and pull out his mace. What do you do? All right, I'm going to go here. Okay, uh, you want to ready an action or anything, or prepare like your firebolt? I can ready my firebolt. Let's, which is a cantrip. Yeah, I can just you know. Okay, and like what's the trigger for this reaction? Okay, what do you mean? What's the trigger? That means like, uh, what's going to trigger your reaction? Uh, like when something comes through that door, I'm going to let this firebolt loose. Yes. Okay. Cool. So Elric readies himself in the middle of the tavern there. A little ball of fire begins to form in his hand. And not a moment too soon, for at that moment, the western door bursts open, and out of it emerges a bulky, furry humanoid with yellow eyes and a huge, bushy eyebrow over them. It's wearing hide armor, and it's holding this nasty-looking morning star. Elric, you immediately recognize this creature as a bugbear, and it fixes its gaze on you. It snarls, showing a mouthful of large, nasty, sharp teeth. So Elric, you can trigger your prepared action and let that fireball rip if you'd like. So I'm gonna target him. Oh, and that misses. The bugbear dodges and it flies into the room behind him. And that makes him angry and he begins to charge you. Okay. Jake, hiding around the corner there, you hear the door burst open, and then you saw Elric loose a firebolt past you, and then moments later, a furry creature runs past you. I wanna whack him with a mace. Okay. Whack his pee. Do I do it with advantage since it's a, kind of a sneak attack? Nope. Ah, shit. Cause he's running full speed past you. You could easily miss. Okay. But you hit. Hugely. Bigly. Oh, yikes. Three. Three points of damage. So he goes charging past you, but he's running so fast that you just barely nick it as it runs by. So with its rage and momentum, it barely feels that uh, mace hit, and it keeps hurling towards Elric, screaming, Die, intruder! And he takes his big morning star and brings it down on Elric's head. And misses... 
And just as Elric dodges the blow, another bugbear comes out of that same door, and he follows his buddy and goes after Elric for the double team. Another morning star comes down on Elric. Natural 20, critical hit. Ouch. Ooh, 13 points of damage. Maybe hiding in the hallway doesn't look like such a bad idea, does it? Are they 13 points? Yes, 13 points as the morning star pierces your chainmail and a streak of your blood splatters on the floor. (laughs) Then suddenly the southern door with a stained glass window flies open and more colored glass flies off and shatters on the floor. And bursting in is another snarling bugbear. And its eyes fix on Esmir. Mmm, gnome's tasty. It charges Esmir and brings down its morning star. And he rolls a natural one. From a 20 to a one. <laughs> what is the nature of his fumble? Let us see. Rolling on the critical fumble table, a 28. He trips and is stunned until the beginning of his next turn. He was so uh, excited for a gnome snack that he didn't see the dead goblin body on the floor there. <laughs> would that mean that Esmir would get advantage? Yes. Cullen, you hear some doors burst open, followed by grunting and the distinct sound of a firebolt going off. And it's your turn. Well, I wanted to um, see what was going on on the other side of this door. So I'm going to uh, listen at the door and uh, see, you know what? I'm just gonna open the door and look in there. That's quicker. Okay. Is there anything in there? You open the door across from the kitchen and you look in and you immediately smell the aroma of mushrooms and spices. The room seems to be a continuation of the kitchen with a fireplace in the corner and more copper pots and pans hanging uh, from hooks along with various tables for prepping food. Is there anybody in it, the room? There's nobody in there. Okay, well, do I have time to sprint into the next, back into the main room? You can move your normal speed. Um, Sprinting? No, because you had to take time to look around and stuff. Okay. If that was 15, then this is 20, 25, 30. I say, oh there, bugbear. Take it this, you scum. Okay, back in the main room and following the two bugbears that came out of the western door enters a goblin. And it's like, yeah, see, I told you. There they are. They're probably the guys who killed Kabula. And then it draws its short bow and aims it at Cullen, who is running into the tavern and fires and misses. The arrow sticks into the doorframe behind Cullen. Esmir, you're up. Um, I am going to uh, Shocking Graphs, bugbear number three. Okay, so that bugbear is trying to catch himself after tripping over the dead goblin, so don't forget to roll with advantage. Hit, big time, 23. Holy mac. And you wound him for five points. That's it, that's all I can do, right? Uh, you can move without provoking because... an opportunity attack because you did just shock and grasp him. Okay, I think. So that D4 is still coming from the blessing? Correct. Um, and then I'm going to here. 
I could run and jump over the bar and shoot my stuff from behind the bar. Do like a, I could slide up across the bar and jump behind it and just shoot stuff out from behind it. But you can't see over the bar, can you? <laughs> <laughs> you guys. Okay, boar or owl? So I'm going to have the boar attack him. Like, go oinky, get him. The boar hits. Nice. I can drag it right onto him like that. That worked, right? Yep, yeah. Five points of damage. Nice. This poor bugbear is not having a good day. It trips over a dead body, and while he's trying to regain his composure, he gets zapped with lightning. They get stabbed in the shins by a boar. Go, Oinky. Is Asilius going to do anything? Uh, no, he's going to stay there. All right, Jake, you're up. Okay. Target bugbear two. I'm going to try to whack him with my mace. Miss. Damn it, I miss. So then what I want to do is, as my bonus action, I'm going to suck you on your noggin with the Tome of Agma, you see. Bugbear, too. Missed. Damn it. Sheesh. Agma, it is your book. Don't you see? I'm trying to spread the word. (laughs) (laughs) Or spread some brains. That too. So what I want to do is I want to move. So I have him targeted, but I can move away from him freely, right? He's not engaged with me. No. If you leave his reach, he will take an attack of opportunity. Oh, he will. Okay. Then I'm going to stay put. All right. Back to the top of initiative. Elric, your turn. Okay. Um, I am going to shout... Greatus Flamus Bladius. And turn on my green flame blade. Okay, cool. So you guys see for the first time Elric cast green flame blade as the blade of his glaive ignites with green flame. Nice. I'm going to take a swing at bugbear number one. Okay. And hopefully the green flame will jump to bugbear number two. Doesn't do a lot of damage at this point, but every little bit helps. Yep. Um, so I'm gonna. So I've got it. I've got bugbear number one targeted. So glaive. Miss. Miss. Sheesh. So uh, you have to hit for the spell to work. Okay. For that's the green it. flame to leap onto the second target. Okay, that's cool. Okay. I don't remember if I've used my my action surge or not. I don't think I have. Okay, I don't remember either. So we'll say you did not then. Okay, so I'm going to click it now. I'm going to use it now. I'm going to take another swing at him. Green flame again? Green flame. This one hits. The damage I do to the bugbear is... Yes. Wow, 12 points of damage. Awesome. Almost the most you could do. Almost the most. Almost the most. I'm going to do my bonus action before we get to the green flame. I just want to get the bonus action out of the way. Okay. Hit. And damage... Nice. Five points of damage. (laughs) Now the green flame blade. Yep. So the secondary effect is automatic as some of the green flame leaps off the first bugbear and lands on the second bugbear. It takes damage equal to your spellcasting modifier, which is intelligence. So that's two points of damage. And he's got some hit points. He's wounded. Now I can keep doing that, can I not? Yep. It's a cantrip. Yeah. That's what I thought. Okay. Use it every time. Yeah. 
Okay, so this bugbear gets burned and yells out, ah, green flame hot, and he retaliates with his morning star. Oh, and he rolls another natural 20. Oh, man. And by the same bugbear, he's got it out for you, Elric. Oh, no. And he rolls 15 points of oh, damage. No way. 15. Oh, you guys watch as Elric's glaive, like in slow motion, slowly falls out of his hands and clangs to the ground, followed by his body as it hits the floor. Thunk. I My tutelage is dying. He's dying. I'm dying. Not good. Not good. Bugbear with his natural 20s. Two of them. Yeah. Two natural 20s on in him. a row. That really pisses me off. Oh, fuck you, Bugbear. <laughs> Bugbear 2 sees Elric fall to the ground and quickly turns his attention to Jake. Bring it on, Bug Bitch, is what the kids are calling it these days. He swings and misses. Mm-hmm. All right, Bugbear 3 has regained his footing and wits and goes after the boar that just slammed him in the shins. Get out of here. And he brings his morning star down upon it and misses. Boar Piggy dodges out of the way. Running around his legs. Running between his legs. <laughs> That's pretty good. All right, Cullen, you just saw Elric fall. What do you do? I know what I must do. Avenge my fallen friend. All right, bitch. Time for the long swords. Ah, uh, swinging a one. Hit. Just barely. Nice. Oh, and the damage kills him. You have avenged Elric. <laughs> I know I used my action surge already, so I step on his crumbling form as he falls pull my blade out and swing my other one at the next guy. The next guy. That's the one with the number two on his shirt. <laughs> A natural 20. Yes. <laughs> All right. All right. Cool. Roll critical damage. Oh, man. That was shit. Roll two twos. Two twos. That's, okay. That's seven okay. points of damage. Back to Goblin 4 as it notches another arrow and lets it fly at Cullen. And misses. Oh, almost a hit. The arrow flies right past your ear. All right, Esmir, you're up. All right, I'm gonna say, all right, it's time to get fancy. Uh-oh. And then, fed <laughs> <laughs> enough of this barbari barb barbarism. I would like to run and gracefully leap upon, to the, upon the bar. Okay. And then I would like to shoot my magic missiles and target Bugbear 3 and Bugbear 2 and Goblin 1. Wow, okay. okay yeah, really what is it? Like I said, we're going to get fancy now. Okay, so they automatically hit, so just roll the damage on each target, 1d4 plus 1 each. So you got a thing that will always hit no matter what? Well, it's a, I have to use a spell slot for it. Oh, that's why you're getting fancy. You guys watch as Esmir runs away from Bugbear 3 and then gracefully leaps up onto the bar with the aid of her new boots. She then spins around with her outstretched hands and three magic missiles fly out and strike each enemy in the room. One hits for two points, 
another for three points, and the third does five points of damage. Heavy. Nice. nice. Very cool. Okay, Oinky's turn. Oinky is going to just take another bite out of Bugbear 3 because he decided he likes the taste of Bugbear. Yuck. <laughs> so he's are generally herbivores, go. but... Go, Oinky! Miss. Ooh. The Bugbear just lifts his leg and avoids the tusk. Bad Oinky. Jake, you're up. Okay, I am going to... Hit beg. something for Agma's guidance on my sacred flame. May it smash Bugbear too. That rapscallion, that bastard. Oh, he succeeded. And he dodges out of the way, avoiding the heavenly flame. Man, that thing does not work. Agma, damn it. What is up? And then a bolt of lightning comes down and strikes you for your blasphemy. How quickly we lose our faith when things aren't going our way. I beg your forgiveness, Agma, but what the hell? <laughs> okay, so your spiritual weapon is up for one more round. So, oh, okay. Okay, so then as a bonus action, I'm going to try Agma to whack him in the face with it. <laughs> You're not praying hard enough, dude. Is that too problem. much to ask? Let me find it. Spiritual weapon. And I'm going to drop it on Colin. I mean, on Bugbear too. Hit. I hit you. There you right go. in the nose. <clears throat> With the great word of Agma, you see. And you take that. What? <laughs> <laughs> one. You rolled a one. That's four points of damage. You whacked it on the nose. I did whack you on the nose, Bugbear too. Now, bugger off. Elric. Yes. Your unconscious body lays on the tavern floor. You have to make a death saving throw. Okay. I think this is the first time we've had to roll death saving throws. So um, so when you fall be below zero hit points, you have to make a death saving throw. Roll a d20, 10 or higher you succeed, lower than that, you fail. Three successes, uh, you stabilize, three failures, you die forever. Let me uh, click on that. Oh, you failed. Failure. Only by one point, even with Agma's help. Oh, shit. Elric is one step closer to death. Oh, no. Two more, and he dies permanently. I need to move. All right, Bugbear 2 is going to continue attacking Jake and swings while saying, I don't like you or your book. And he misses. Man. I say, ha? Huh? Man, you get lucky on You guys the are over there fighting like girls. I missed! I missed! <laughs> Bugbear 3 is going to continue to attack this pesky boar at his feet. And hits. Oh boy. Oh boy. Borby. Oh. And the damage kills the boar. Oinky goes down. <laughs> no! Boromir, come back! Boromir. Boromir. Oh, I love Boromir. that. Boromir, nice. Cullen, you are up. Oh boy, 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 oh boy. All right. We got to do something about this guy. Mess. Oh, man, man, oh, man. So if, let's see, I could use up my last precision, see if that makes a difference. Okay, roll a d8. Please, please be good. That makes it a hit. Yay. 
Is that your last combat maneuver? Yeah, that was my last slot. So, um, there's the damage from that. Nice, eight points of damage. And my second hit, or attack, second sword, I should say. Hit. Yes. These, you killed him. Yes, killed him. You got him. Got both the bugbears. Okay, Jake, it's up to you to get the goblin one because I gotta deliver some first aid at the first. I was gonna do that. Opportunity. I was gonna do that. Let me heal. Okay, then you do that. He is my tutelage. (laughs) I have healing hands, you know. But I am sworn to his protection. All right, goblin one is gonna continue trying to hit Cullen with a short bow. And this time he hits. Oh, shit. Ah, he only does three points of damage. It just grazes you. It gets closer, but not good enough. I love how the GM is, like, disappointed. (laughs) It troubles me as well. What? I'm just trying to have fun, too. I want to kill something. I already killed Elric. Might as well kill the rest of you. You know, it could be fun keeping us alive. That could be fun. (laughs) Boring. Okay, Esmir. Okay, so I am going to go and I'm going to tell Silius to go and fly over to Bugbear 3 and shock and grasp him for me. Mm. There you go. That's using your owl, which is synonymous with your brain. So... How would I do that? Should I move the owl over there? Yeah, just target the the bugbear and just attack normally like you would. Okay. It's just delivering the spell for you. Yeah, well, it's just nice. It's just like in Harry Potter when the owl delivers the mail, but more deadly. (laughs) More useful. Ah, he misses. Asilius does not. Can I re-roll it with my inspiration point? Sure. Since I'm being fancy. Yeah. Oh, I still have an inspiration point left. I forgot to use mine every single time. Oh. Missed again. Ah, the hobgoblin ducks out of its way. Can he fly back? Yes, he has flyby. And he has another 30 feet. He's going to go back and watch the door for me. Go back? All right. It's okay. Try again next time. Jake, you're up. So I've seen these arrows come flying by. You'll see. So I know something is around this corner, and it's disturbing me. I'm going to poke my head out here and go over here and say, Wait, what are you doing? I thought you were going to try and stabilize Elric. Oh boy, your tutelage. (laughs) If he mixes his next death saving throw. About my tutelage, I see him dying, right? Of course. He's bleeding out on the floor. (laughs) I grab him and use him as a meat shield. Let me give you You don't want his dead to find out that you let Elric die. That's true. So what I'm so I'm sorry. I completely forgot what I was going to do. So what I am going to do is I'm going to pull out my three remaining berries. I want to give him all of the berries and do healing hands. Can I do that? Yes. Uh, no. <laughs> There's not enough time. Pick one or the other. Pick one or the other. Yeah. Listen to you. I'm trying to save your life. <laughs> well, I just. Uh, pick one or the other. He's dying. I'm going to give you Cure Wounds, and hopefully this D8 turns out to be an 8. But it's a 2. Okay, well, that's enough to bring him back to consciousness and to stop making death saving throws. Okay. And it gives Elric 5 hit points. So, Elric, you are beginning to make your way to the light when suddenly... 
Your eyes open as you fill your lungs and you're lying on the ground looking up at Jake. Thank you. Thank Agma. Agma blesses you, son. And Elric, it's your turn. What are you going to do? I should have a second wind. Okay, go ahead and roll it. Oh, almost a 10. Almost so a 10. So you healed yourself for seven hit points. That's still not bad. So 12 hit points. Yep. Okay, so the bugbear sees Jake on his knees healing Elric and comes up behind him and swings. Let's see if Jake can be hit. No, misses. <laughs> no. Okay, Cullen, your turn. All right, so this is the tough choice. Should I run up and try and kill Goblin 1, or should I try to get Bugbear 3 off of Jake's back? I'm going to go after the Goblin, because he could run out here, cause some mischief. And I am going to try my best to kill him. Now, I got no more tricks. My battle mastery has been used up. So this is just straight up luck. Missed. Missed again. Shit. The wily goblin ducks and dodges both of your swings, and he's like, okay, you want to play that game? Huh, tough guy? Huh? (laughs) Say hello to my little scimitar. Sammy. Sammy the scimitar. <laughs> and he hits. Oh, man. Oh, maximum damage for eight points. Oh. Ah, jeez. Take out two hobgoblins, a giant wolf with one eye, and all of a sudden, one goblin takes me down halfway. He says, yeah, huh? You like Sammy, don't you? No, I don't. Don't like Sammy at all. He's in a he's in a Van Halen cover band. Sammy Scimitar. Sammy Scimitar. I can't <laughs> drive 55, bitch. <laughs> Esmir, you're up. Oh, I really want to kill him now, but I really want to kill Bugbear 3 even more. Oh, who to kill? Three choices. You're spoiled for choices. Okay, Owly. Try it again, okay? You gotta practice this. You know, Owly fly over here and try again. Just so he can, you know. His ego won't be too shot. Esmir's just up on the bar, commanding her animals to do her bidding. Hit. Good job. Good, Good job, Owly. Oh. oh, one point of damage. Dice are cold tonight, man. Dice are cold, people. Next time, next time. Okay, Jake, you're kneeling over Elric, chanting your holy words. And then you bow your head to Agma, and a morning star whooshes over your head. It's your turn. Which is totally not cool. Okay. So from my cloak, I pull out my mace as I turn and try to smack him in the snoot. (laughs) And miss. Ah, And I'm going to use my inspiration. Okay. Oh, I forgot I had that inspiration. Agma's sitting there, and I hear him in my head, use your inspiration. (laughs) Hey, that's funny, Agma. You sounded a lot like me. (laughs) It's it's like I'm making you up or something. Since God is all in your mind, it would sound like that, right? (laughs) And I hit. (laughs) Okay. Inspiration. Okay, roll damage. Damn! Oh, damn. <laughs> Another one. What's with the damage rolls? <laughs> Would you just like cleaned off a little dust off his jacket? Got no, you. but I look up into the ceiling and I see this image of Agma rolling his eyes. 
Elric. All right. Can I get in between? Can I get behind this bugbear in the wall? Between the bugbear and the wall? Uh, yeah. In the doorway there. And move here. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna move there, and I'm gonna take a swing at him. So you have advantage. You're flanking it with Jake. Okay. So let ADV. me. ADV. Click on advantage. Uh, and glaze swing. Miss. Miss. With advantage and a blessing. <laughs> Well, I got the bonus action. So let's use the bonus action. Would that be advantage on the bonus action too? Yes. Hit. Hit. Right. Okay. Damage. Nice. Maximum seven points of damage. Mm. Oh, it took 16 to hit that guy. He's a tough one. to die. We all keep missing. No, you got a plus hit. five. You I got mean, a plus uh, I, five and a plus four. It's okay, boy. You got okay. seven points of damage on him. Get him okay. there. All right. You well, just did die after all. That that's all good. I. Yeah. That's all I can do. Not bad for a guy who was just on death's door. Okay, so this guy is going to continue after Jake and say, "You have to get hit eventually." And he misses. Not this time. <laughs> Cullen. Oh, my little goblin friend. Yeah. You are in some serious trouble now. You got my blood up. Come at me, bro. Let's try this one more. Come at me, bro. Hit. Yeah. Roll damage. Yeah. No. Yes. You sent me the scimitar. Why? Sure, I got my dig it. And I spin. I continue as I swing and I cut, a, <laughs> cut him down. I continue spinning and I just I, I run in this direction. Five, ten. And I, I might as well go here, 15. I take my second sword and I just I try and stick him with it. Hit. Yes. What's the damage? You killed it. Nice. Yes. All right. I didn't even need inspiration. I high, high, I high five Cullen. <laughs> high five Cullen. Good work, boys. Except for the almost dying part. That yeah. was stressful. Uh, so stressful. What are you going to do? That was most stressful. Can I yell out really quickly? I know that it might not be uh, my turn, but I want to yell to Elric to eat your berry. I'll eat my <laughs> berry, which will give me 13 hit points. I mean, it'll bring me up to 13 hit points. All right, Esmir. Up on the bar, you see the last bugbear fall by Cullen's sword. What do you do? I'm going to jump down here, and I would like to go to this door, Love and I would like to... Listen. Okay, roll perception. See if anybody heard the ruckus. You got a 20 on that perception roll, and you do not hear anything. Okay, so I'm going to open the door a little bit and look out there. Okay, so you open that eastern door, and you find a smaller room with walls that are lined with oiled wood planks and it is decorated with hanging one-foot square tiles that look like ceramic or ivory, and you see that it's furnished with a single table and stools. It looks like a like a private meeting chamber or something. Hmm. I'm gonna say this might be a good place to recoup. What I wanna do is see is, I'm, I wanna just basically talk to her and say, so Esmia, is there a way to lock this door? There is no lock on this door. Okay. Do I don't think see it's... a lock, but we could probably barricade it pretty good if we needed to. 
I would like to get into some room and barricade the door where we can hide out and regain our spell slots, you see. Elric, what are you doing while they're examining that room? I'm going to turn around and look out this open door. So you look out and sunlight pours into the underground tavern. Okay. This door is under a wooden awning with steps that go up to outside okay. and Jolkin. Okay. Well, that's cool, um, but I'm not gonna go up there. I'm just gonna, uh, I'm gonna, I'll walk over. I'll go there. Okay. So you start to make your way towards Jake and Esmir. Colin, what are you doing? Well, I don't know. If, I mean, if everybody wants to take a, a a long rest in there, I'm I'm fine with that. But we should at least clean up all the bodies. And there was another way to go down that hallway that we didn't explore. I don't want to explore anything until I take a long rest. All right. Well, I mean, we could, but we should at least clear the bodies away. Okay. Drag them behind the bar. Well, there's two kitchens. Maybe we just pile them up in one of the kitchens. Okay. So you're going to grab a bugbear and start dragging it towards the kitchen? Yeah. I'm going to start dragging bugbear three or whichever one is nearest that way. Okay. Is something else about to happen? Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> so while the rest of you are over by the meeting room discussing taking a rest, you watch as Cullen grabs a bugbear's legs and start dragging it towards the hallway that leads uh, to the kitchen there. And he slowly slides it across the floor, leaving a bloody trail. And Cullen, it's heavy. So your head is kind of down as you struggle to pull this heavy brute when suddenly you see feet in the doorway enter your vision. And then, and then you slowly look up and see four chainmail clad hobgoblins oh, standing no. in the doorway, two abreast. And they're, and they're staring at you as you drag this body. And when your eyes meet, they snarl, showing you their sharp, jagged teeth. When one in the back, who looks uh, fancier than the others, I guess, says, I thought you said the intruders had left. And then the others then look at each other like they're, like they're embarrassed. Then the fancy one says, well, kill them, you idiots. Roll initiative. Yeah, we're not ready for this fight. All right, Esmir, you are first in initiative. You hear from the kitchen hallway, kill them, you idiots, and Cullen dropped the legs of the bugbear he was dragging. <laughs> Maybe Elric can dive back through that window. <laughs> um, my shield's still on, right? I mean, that stays on the whole day. Your mage, ar correct? Your mage armor, not your shield. My mage armor. It's uh, two different armor. spells. Okay. okay, I'm going to... You got anything that'll hold a door closed? <laughs> I'm going to run to here so I can see what's going on. Okay. And I, can I, what do I see from where I'm at? So you see two hobgoblins in front of two other hobgoblins, and the two in the front are drawing their swords. Okay. If I were to shoot my sleep spell that direction, could it hit all of them? Or potentially hit all of them? Potentially, yeah. See if we can put a give him a couple of them little nine nights or something. See what happens. So okay, so I forgot how to do that. So how okay, to do so my sleep? Pick up so. five d8s and toss oh, yeah. them into the tray. 
Ah, uh, uh, nice. 27. That was actually good. Two uh, sevens and an eight. Yeah, that's sweet. Okay, so Hobgoblin 2 is pulling out his sword and he's saying, Shork, look, we found Kabula's killers. And then, maybe we'll kill them later. And he falls to the ground asleep. (laughs) And then the fancier guy in the back, Shork, you guess, he watches as this guy in front of him collapses to the ground. And unfazed, he steps over the body and reveals a scimitar in one hand and a morning star in the other. Oh boy. And the morning star swings at Cullen, then misses, quickly followed by the scimitar, and misses again. Nice. Jake, you watch as Cullen dodges two swings from this huge, nasty, and well-armored hobgoblin. What do you do? I want to get in range of this guy. So to throw a guiding bolt, I'm, I'm assuming I need to have him in sight, right? Yep. So can I see Shorg from where I'm at? Yes. I can nail him with a, well, I can try. Agma, will you help me? (laughs) Agma, you there? (laughs) Please help me, Agma. Natural 20. That's not good. Just when you were losing faith. No, 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 that's bad. He succeeded on his save. He succeeded on his save. He missed. Oh. The sacred flame comes down on Shorg and he sees it coming from a mile away and just slowly steps aside and avoids it with a natural 20. Agma. Hence shit. Hey, blasphemy. Cullen, you are in a pickle and now it's your turn. Well, Shorg, I'm sure this is going to be a fun fight. Let's take it easy. Well, I mean, you can die, but I'm going (laughs) to do my best here. Hit. Oh, wow. Hit again. See that? Ogma gave you that yes. four. Thanks, D4. I'm all good with Ogma. Me and Ogma are like this. Nice. 15 points total. All right. One of the hobgoblins behind Shorg notches an arrow and tries to hit Cullen. Oh, boy. And misses. The other one decides to do the same thing and lets an arrow fly. And also misses. The rest of you watch in awe as somehow Cullen dodges two melee attacks and two arrows that just flew out of the doorway. He's just dodging and weaving over there. Elric, what do you do? Okay, I'm going to shoot a uh, firebolt. I can shoot a firebolt through a friendly uh, unit, right? Yep, but you're going to have to get a better angle on it. All right, that's that's cool. I can move to here. I can move behind. You You can just shoot right over Esmir. That's what I said. I can shoot right (laughs) over Esmir. Well, anybody could pretty much shoot over me. And then what do you yell? Down blast area, all clear? No, down blast area, all clear. Down blast area, clear. Careful there. All right, firebolt. Miss. Miss. Poor Cullen. Stuff's just flying all around him. Arrows, swords, fireballs. Esmir, you want to hurl something uh, towards Cullen too? Okay. I am going to use my levitate spell on Zorg. Mm. Nice. And I'm gonna make him float like a balloon. So I'm gonna pull out. I'm gonna pull out uh, a piece of golden wire, and, and it's gonna look. It looks like a ladle. And I'm gonna, you know, that like when you crush someone's head with your fingers from a distance, I'm gonna like scoop them up into the air. I'm gonna scoop them up. 
Okay, roll that die there next to levitate, because Shorg has to make a constitution saving throw. He does not want to levitate. So you have to roll that first to see if it works. Ah, he makes it. He's like, I'm not floating away, fools. Good, good. Because then those two guys can't come in the room. Now it's Shorg's turn. And he continues on Cullen. Morningstar first. Hit. Nine points of damage as the scimitar comes swinging around and misses. Jake, you're up. I am going to um, realize at some point that Agma is testing me and I'm not <laughs> jiving with it right now. And though I've begged for you to save your tests for a more opportune time. Then it wouldn't or you might not be real. I'm going to <laughs> shoot you with my crossbow. Thank God. And I'm going to do it with my teeth grinding together and me yelling, bitch. And hit. And then I'm going to chuck some damage on you. Heavy. Seven points Heavy. of damage. Sorry, Agma, but I must rely on my own skills at this point. Right. See how easy that was? <laughs> Just whack him with something. Colin, your turn. <laughs> and you have only two hit points left. Yeah, I know. But and I, I would yeah, you. I, and I just think that I would just yell like, Colin, get out of the way! Get out of the way! Dumb yeah. bastard! Let him come into the room. Um, well, <laughs> if I use my action to move to disengage, then I can't attack. I know. And that's wasted opportunity. So I'm going to attack and they can climb over my cold, dead corpse. And then you guys can get your chance. Swing a once. Hit. Nice. Eight points of damage. Nice. Hit again. He's gonna die. Now one. He rolled a one, and that was enough to kill him. Yay! And as Shork falls to the ground, the hobgoblins in the doorway are like, uh-oh. Your boss, Shorg, is dead. <laughs> That's my joke. I, well, I haven't moved, and that guy who was in front of me just died, so I could di- disengage, you, theoretically. You could just move, yeah. Ah. You don't need to disengage, because disengaging is an action, so you can just use your movement. I moved to here. <laughs> now, I can see him running away, and then I say, well, it's about time you make a wise decision. Well, one hobgoblin comes to the doorway and draws his bow and fires as you run away. Oh, that's just wrong. And he misses. And the other comes out and does the same and hits for three points of damage. You guys watch as Cullen, who's badly injured, finally moves from the doorway. And as he runs back, an arrow slams into his back, and his body falls no. and slides to a stop on the tavern floor uh, and lays motionless. I will avenge you! Okay, Elric, here's your chance to avenge him. All right. I don't want to run up and get involved in a melee. I don't want to get involved. I'm just no. going to leave. <laughs> no. I'm going to go read a book. That's Come not what I... <laughs> but but what I will, I am going to get in front of these two. Uh, at least I'm going to get in front of Esmir. Uh, buddy. I'm going to get in front of Esmir and I'm going to try my firebolt on goblin number one. 
Hobgoblin number one. Hey, Believe remember me. what I taught you. What was that? <laughs> I use a firebolt. I use a fire. Okay. Uh, firebolt. Okay. And I shoot the firebolt. Oh. And it flies past the hobgoblin and into the hallway. I think he needs to stop listening to Esmir telling him to stop reading books. Oh, maybe he should have prayed. Maybe he should have prayed. <laughs> maybe he should have prayed to Agma and Redmore and his spell Or scriptures. just hit him with something hard. Esmir. Okay. <laughs> Kooky crazy lady, they call you. Kooky crazy. I am going to, I'm going to use my first, my last first level spell slot. I'm going to do magic missile on those two guys. I get three shots, right? So I can do two on one, two on him and one on the number three. That's what I'm going to do. All right. So I just drag it over, drop. 11 points of damage between them. Pew, pew, pew. Are you going to move at all, Esmir, or are you just going to stay there? I am going to stay here. Jake. Okay. I'm going to move over to Neil at the side of Cullen, and I'm going to hold out my palm over his head, and this little golden glow over his forehead appears, and then I call out to Agma for his healing. Please, Agma, don't give me a one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you heal Cullen for seven points. He listens. Okay, so Cullen, you see the light at the end of the tunnel, but quickly it blurs out and turns into Jake's stern face as you <gasps> come back to consciousness. And it's your turn. What do you do? I to stand up would use half my action right half your movement right so i'm going to stand up and then move here and uh throw down my second wind nice 10 points of healing and that does it for second windage and then i think that's all i can do that was awesome you brought yourself to wounded from dead <laughs> I'm like, I jump up. That's I'm like, sweet. thanks. And I run. <laughs> <laughs> of course you do. There are not and enough dead yet. <laughs> there he it goes was again. just a scratch. It was goes. just a scratch. All right, so they thought they had killed you. And so they kind of forget about you. And they turn their bows towards Elric. And the first one fires off an arrow. And it misses. Hobgoblin 3 is going to do the same thing, and another arrow flies at Elric. But this one hits. Elric dodges the first arrow, but gets caught by the second one. For three points, it just grazes you. Okay, there's still 10 hit points left. And you're up. Okay. Uh, I had uh, wanted to avoid getting into a fight with these guys with my glaive, but I don't think I have any other choice. Because um, I could shoot, I could try to shoot these stupid firebolts at him all day, but I'm just going to keep missing. You haven't hit yet. You haven't Did hit you just yet. say I stupid firebolts? You're, you're, yes. What is your modifier <laughs> to hit with the firebolts? Um, I don't know off the top of my head. Because you have like a plus five to hit with your glaive. Yeah. It's a plus four to hit with his firebolts. So not that different. Not totally different, but one point could matter, and that could be why you keep missing. You never know. 
Well, I don't have to get next to them. I can get within 10 feet of them and still use my glaive. All right, so I'm going to take a swing at him with my glaive. Hit with a 19. Yeah. Hit. Nice. Damage. Yes. Oh, That's nice. the way you do it. That was you awesome. rolled maximum damage of 13 points and killed him. Nice work. how we do it. So the bonus butt action is going to go after Hobgoblin number three. And the bonus butt misses. Okay, Esmir, you're next. I'm going to use a firebolt on Hobgoblin number three. Misses. Damn it. Okay, Jake. Hold on me. Hmm. One of you left, huh? Okie dokie. I'm gonna throw back my cloak and I'm going to uh -oh. march forward. And as I do, I'm going to fire a bolt at your face. We'll see. Natural 20. Yes! <laughs> you see what I'm saying. Nice, 10 points of damage. Oh, man. That one, I got an eight and a one. Not bad. Not bad, not bad at all. Cullen. Oh boy. Ay, 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 ay. <laughs> uh oh, here he goes. <laughs> I know. Full speed. There's no, there's no stopping him. He's a. <laughs> I only died once today. Hit. Oh, hit. <laughs> nice, seven points of damage. But that one misses. Oh, I lost my blessing. I'm going to use my inspiration. Inspiration. Ah, oh, still misses. Ah, oh, shit. Wasted inspiration. Okay, the last hobgoblin drops his longbow and whips out his glaive. What? Oh, no. He's got a glaive. And swings it at Cullen. I thought I killed you already. And misses as Cullen dodges out of the way. Goes right over his head. And hits Elric. All right, Alric, you're up. <laughs> All right. I'm just going to take another swing at him then. Uh, Glaive, come on. Hit him. Miss. Oh. <sighs> All the bonus. Some of the magic users. Hit with the bonus butt. The bonus hits him. I see your glaive is as big as mine. <laughs> <laughs> now let's see how well you can use it. All right, Esmir. He's on brink of death. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna have a Silius fly over there and shock and grasp him. A Silius misses. Come on. The Goblin yes. dodges at the last second. Jake. Okay. Okay. Continuing my stride forward, I'm going to fire another bolt in your face, you see, Hobgoblin. Elite nothing. Hit. Yes. Killed him. Yes. Finally. The death blow. The bolt hits him square in the chest. A moment later, his glaive clangs to the ground as he slumps to his knees and falls face first on the floor. Now you just hear snoring coming from the hallway. Cullen, you're up. I'm going to go over here and jump through the window into the uh, kitchen. So that's five, five, 10, 15, 20. 
2530. I'm going to stand here on this side of the door. That's as far as I can go. Elric. All right. Uh, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25 feet will bring me up to him. And I'm going to decapitate him with my glaive. <laughs> I look over at Jake. I'm like, he seems to enjoy that a little bit too much, don't you think? <laughs> and I just know how to <laughs> I'm a vengeful person. Well, that, that was a pretty intense fight. We had two deaths, or two almost deaths there with Cullen and Elric. Thank God we brought a cleric. Huh? Jesus, this guy's yeah. helping out. Jesus. Thank God Quasi we brought a cleric. Of Jesus. I don't know who you Thank Jesus. I don't know who you, this Jesus you speak of. All I know is that Agma and I have to have a talk. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. None yeah. of your holy stuff really seems to work too good. No, but my, well, the blessings work awesomely. The blessings are awesome. The and healing is my awesome. Weapons, my Crossbow, weapons don't. awesome. And I think it's got a lot to do with the fact that Agma looks at all life as being precious. So I got to kind of, you know, I got to talk to him about that. Agma thinks all life is sacred, but I'm going to kill these motherfuckers. Once again, we leave our heroes in Jokin's underground tavern, recovering from another hair-raising battle. This time with bugbears, fancy hobgoblins, and two close calls with death. Will our party ever leave this underground tavern? Or will it become their tomb? Are gnomes as tasty as they say? Who will the DM play with if he kills all of his friends? I mean, seriously. And who is this Jesus fella? Where did he come into play? And what are Jake and Agma even going to talk about? Well, who knows? Just tune in next week and find out on Roll Radio. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to Roll Radio. That was a that was a fun episode. Our adventures got a lot of experience points there, and they got a hint of D and D death. And they're just they've just started to explore Julkin. So don't miss a single death saving throw by heading on over to Facebook and liking our Facebook page. That way you'll be uh, kept in the loop when new episodes come out and to all things Roll Radio. All right, so our Roll Radio theme was composed and produced by Andrew Capone. Check him out at andrewcapone-composer.com. And all the in-game music and cool sound effects are from Sirenscape. Want to really wow your players? Check them out at sirenscape.com. We are playing Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition and the Scourge of the Sword Coast module, which are properties of Wizards of the Coast. Check them out at dnd.wizards.com. Again, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next time when our players are confounded by a cow. <laughs>